Hey, listen, I know we're all sick and tired of the Gigi Jackson saga, but we got to finish this thing off, tie a bow on it, and put it to rest. And thankfully, we've got some great insider information today to be able to unpack the story a little more and get our brains wrapped more around it. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Thursday, August 4th, 2022. Welcome into the Locked on Tar Heels podcast, the only daily North Carolina show out there. I'm your host, Isaac Shade, and I want to thank you for making Locked on Tar Heels your first listen or your first watch every single day. Please don't forget that the show is free and available anywhere you get podcasts. So please, go subscribe right now, simple and easy. For those of you watching, you can also smash the like button and leave some comments as we have this conversation. Today we are finalizing, finishing off all our conversations about Gigi Jackson. We're going to look at it from the Carolina side. We're going to look at it from the South Carolina and the big picture side because we've got a lot to learn from this about the current state of college basketball. And we'll talk about where the Tar Heels go from here in the class of 2023. Helping us do that, we've got a brand new contributor to the show. I'm excited to welcome very first time to Locked on Tar Heels, a brand new member of the Locked on family. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sports Illustrated's Director of Basketball Recruiting, Mr. Jason Jordan, is here with us for the first time. You've seen John Garcia on. We're talking football. Now we get to do that with Jason and basketball. Brothers, so great to welcome you in. Glad you're here. Oh, absolutely, man. Look forward to talking to you a lot, a lot, lot down the line and today. That's right. Absolutely. And we'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege. Terms and conditions apply. And so, Jason, I, I hate that we have to do this in the very first time you're on with me. But, uh, you know, I, I know the fan base is tired of talking about Gigi Jackson. I know the South Carolina fan base is loving talking about Gigi Jackson. But uh, it feels like we really do need to tie a bow on this thing uh, as we have an opportunity to talk to someone like yourself who, who's inside and hearing all the information. And so before we get to the 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 big picture side of it all. Let's start in with the Carolina side of it. And yeah. here's the, the the very first question I want to ask you is this. If Frank Martin hadn't been fired, would Gigi Jackson have just gone ahead and committed to South Carolina in the first place? Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think, I, yeah, I think he probably would have gone there. Um, you know, they were very close. Um, the family was very close. I mean, if you ever meet Frank Martin, you know why you get close to him. Um, and he's right there 15 minutes from dorm to house you know and um you know and it, Gigi's gonna be there a year you know 100 percent. I think he we wouldn't even be having this conversation yeah, yeah absolutely just, yeah which which kind of makes me like you know I think they knew that and they still fight Frank so that's kind of weird but whatever it yeah worked out. It, it did. It worked out for the Gamecocks. Um, and just just makes it all, the whole situation, a little more weird. Uh, but I guess, yeah. you know, you, you kind of uh, have, have second thoughts after yeah. there's a coaching change, yeah. and you get that. And so, 
part part of this scenario is that it seems like from everything we're hearing that in the Jackson household has been a little bit divided between uh, Gigi's mom and his dad and Gigi himself. Uh, so, so we'll just call it a uh, quote unquote divided household a little bit. How often in your world, in your scenario of college basketball recruiting, do you see those types of scenarios play out? All the time, all the time. Maybe not to that degree, you know, maybe not the as hard a stance, but um, I've definitely seen it um, cause some issues in the household, um, I, like firsthand, you know, um, I, I've seen some arguments. And then I'm talking, we're talking top tier players, right? Um, so I've definitely seen that. You, did you remember years ago? It wasn't that long ago, but a few years ago, that the my the, the football recruit and then the mother kind of walked off, stormed off mad when the kid. You remember that? That went viral. <laughs> Absolutely, Absolutely. But it didn't get to the point where the kid committed. It was like I want to commit here, and the, and then the parent was like, whatever, you know, and they were pissed, you know. Yeah. Um, but they they usually come around, and um, I haven't seen it where they go back. <laughs> They go back and they're like, you know what about that commitment? Uh, <laughs> I think I'm not gonna go, you know. So, but I shout out to y'all. You know, I, don't, I haven't seen that much. Yeah, and I mean, in this scenario, Gigi's mom wasn't even at his initial commitment, and so maybe that should have been a, a clue to everyone from the get go that something was amiss there. Yeah, I think so. I think you know, and then they're all, and then the whole family's close, um, you know. So that that may have been an indicator. Yeah, it may have been an indicator. For sure. Now, in, in these scenarios that you've seen, Jason, who who typically wins out? Is it is it more like the parents are divided? Is yeah. is it the parents are agreed, but the the student right. athlete wants to go somewhere? Who wins out in these scenarios? So it's usually, um, I would say, by and large, they're going to lean to what the kid wants to do. Um, but you know, if you're a parent, you, you probably are going to do that. Um, but it, it, I. I've definitely seen the the parents or the parent and the handler um, <laughs> divided, and so the, you know the, that's the slippery slope for the handler. So I, but you know I've seen that. When, I've seen stuff where the the parent is. And let me choose. Let me be careful. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's, uh, you, it, I'll I'll use you guys, and I'll just say, yeah, in, do it in the past, right? So I'll make it very uh, open. But I've seen where um, the parent loves a blue blood. We'll call it a blue blood. And the handler um, does not like the blue blood. And I've seen that clash. Interesting. And I've seen the handler win, if you can believe that. Wow. Um, yeah. So it, I've seen it all. I've, nothing, I say this all the time, nothing surprises me anymore. Yeah, especially yeah. in this in this day and age of NIL and everything going on with that and transfer portal and blah blah blah. Yeah. So speaking of that, in this in this time where I feel like we are fighting for players' rights, for players' agency, and making making some strides to give the players more agency with who they are, their name, image, and likeness, as we well know. So what does this specific case with Gigi Jackson tell us about? a player's ability to make his or her own decision. It just says it's, it's what I've talked about with a lot of coaches at Peach Jam. It's a new day. You know, we're all learning on the fly. Right. So you, you will see this scenario again. And that's, I think, you know, where if I wrote this too in football, if, if this were football, this wouldn't even be that, it wouldn't even be like a headline. That's right. 
Yep. It would be a headline, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be like frowned upon or like, oh my God, not since Art Hamill, <laughs> you know, like so um but in basketball it it is not, you know, it's taboo. It's almost even frowned upon um to continue to talk to a kid who is committed, right? So um I think we'll see more and more of this because if we're getting paid now, we're businessmen first. That's right. Right. And so when it's a business, we're going to do whatever is in the best interest of the business. And so Interesting. Uh, you're going to see more stuff like this for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, because with football, it's like, I mean, until signing day and that, that letter gets yeah. faxed in, you, yeah. you don't know. But no, you're, no. you're spot on, Jason, with basketball. It's like, it's pretty well assumed. Like once you make that verbal commit, you're oh, coming and you're doing it and it's over. Yeah. And uh, so, man, that's going to be really interesting to see. Now, in a scenario like you talked about, a handler winning out over the parents, yeah. what what leads to that? How how on earth does a family and a young man or young woman let let the handler win out over their own desires? The funny thing is that was my question when I witnessed it, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, in my back channel conversations with uh, my inner circle, I was like, how does that happen? Like, you know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it happens, man. It's, it's, okay. it's, it's the, that you go for the whole, we, I know it's best. I've been here before, you know, trust me thing. And, and that particular situation didn't work out well. Um, and you know, it tends to not, but, um, yeah, that, you know, I guess again, I, I'm nothing surprises me. <laughs> not anymore. Man. Okay, folks, it is a new day, a new era. Lots going on. Now, Gigi Jackson has committed to South Carolina, has reclassified. Uh, we want to unpack all of that because it's a bigger picture story about what we're going to be experiencing more and more and more, as Jason said. We're going to do that in just a second after I talk to you about Built Bar. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your brand new favorite cookie dough chunk puffs. And they have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of having to make it. Plus, it's healthy for you. This puff only has 160 calories and a whopping 15 grams of protein. So run to Built.com right now to snag a box for you and your whole family. Perfect treat. Or you can just find a little hiding spot and hoard it away for yourself. And keep in mind, one of the great things about all Built Bars and Puffs is that they're made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides ton of health benefits. You're going to love the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff. Whether you need a quick snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite, Built is the perfect protein bar and they taste just as good, if not better, than a normal candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar and grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. 
We are back. We're joined by Jason Jordan, Sports Illustrated's Director of Basketball Recruiting. It's so great to have him on for the first time. Looking forward to building a great relationship and foundation with him in the months ahead. So, Jason, legitimately, I don't want this to sound like sour grapes from the Carolina, the North Carolina family. Okay. Really want to seek out an honest and realistic look at the potential success of this move for Gigi, of both reclassifying and then committing to South Carolina. So how, how does this affect him? Is he still number one or top five in the class of 2022? Uh, yeah, he's, he's in that in that in that realm. Yeah, he's probably, I would say, in the five to ten range um, in that class. Um, so I don't think it, it doesn't hurt him stature wise in that regard and honestly to be very honest with you he doesn't care <laughs> like yeah. he doesn't because all he's going to say is yeah, i was number one class in 2023 i was number one in 2023 that's what he's going to say i was you know i used to be the number one player in the country for yeah. that record point in rankings he at this point he doesn't care he's just you know they're moving on from that and so it, it seems like he legitimately didn't want to reclassify that's what he had told north carolina and that that all changed after an explosive summer and how he did at the top 100 camp. Is that, is that what you think ultimately flipped this uh, decision to, to reclassify after well, all? Gigi told me multiple times that he wasn't, he wasn't <laughs> reclassifying. Yeah, too yeah. Yes, he did. I, I got that. He, you know, I think he was cool with, um, you know, riding the, the train of uh, being the number one player and, and, and benefiting from that, the marketing that comes with that, um, yeah. and you know, doing his farewell tour of high school and being a McDonald's All American and coming and being the guy at Carolina, I think he was cool with that at first. But to your point, um, I think I was told that he got a little intel this <laughs> summer, um, and some of the intel was, man, you would have been top ten this year in this mm. draft, right? From people who would know is what I was told. Okay. And um that started the wheels rolling. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Are you serious? Yeah. So <laughs> what the content and I and I can't be mad at this. You know what I'm yep. saying? Because yep. I'm thinking if that's Gigi's my kid, if the sell is why are you waiting to be a millionaire? Yeah. Why would you wait a year to be a millionaire? Yeah. Right? So you know fans have to think about it like that too. Yep. It's yep. like because now you're risking, because uh, then I can point to injuries. Yep. I'm going to start with injuries. I, I could tear my ACL, and then, then I'm not going to be a millionaire. I got to really see how <laughs> things go, right? At least if I tear – well, you could tear it anyway, but what if I tear it after? Right. 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 Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, so, then um, I'm a... – <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, that's that's really the, the, the quick and dirty thought process is, like, why wait? Why wait? Yeah. You can do it. You have the classes to do it. Just go do it. And yeah. uh, I think that's what started the, the conversation. He got sure. more and more serious as it goes from there. And some people, I mean, looking at the, the draft class talent, it seems like the um, tw next year's draft class, the um, the NBA draft 2023, is yeah. going to be more high-end loaded than the next one or next two even after that. And so I think some people would point and say, yeah. Man, why risk coming? Why risk making the move when you probably won't be drafted as high as you could be in the NBA draft twenty twenty four? What are your thoughts that's, on that? 
Well, that's the age old, man. You got to really talk to the right people and mm. you got to really be real about where you're at and your projection. So you really have to trust the people that are telling you you're the best thing since sliced bread and stuff like that. And that is the age old issue that you know the eye rolling conversations i have with nba guys at camps and like these <laughs> kids bro like get them at like are you who's advising these kids right um you be i mean i'm telling you you know the 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 real conversations i have about stuff like this i mean this is this isn't anything new right so when you hear man you could have been top 10 all you hear is i could have been top 10. you don't understand that the next year maybe you're not top 10. Right. So um, it's it's really depending on who's coming in, who's coming out. But I don't think, you know, again, you know, I'm not saying he won't be top 10. Right. 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 But, um, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen this year. Exactly. Yep. So um, and I mean, obviously he's a he's a great player. Um, he's built for the program for sure. Um, and I do think he'll he'll be better as he levels up um, with different levels. But at the end of the day, you got to produce. I've definitely seen it go the yep. other way. Or the yep, guy that absolutely top ten, and he's like, "Are you really averaging four points a game? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Are you really shooting twenty percent from the three? Okay, well we're no. gonna drop your draft stock. This is how the business works. No. Um, so, yeah, I mean it'll be yeah. it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting. Yeah, there's. To see. And so there is this different level of exposure that he, he and vulnerability, you know, like Shaden Sharp last year uh, took the safe route of like, I'm never going to play uh, a single second of college basketball and, and keep that draft stock safe. So how how impactful can Gigi be for the Gamecocks this year? I mean, it seems to many people like he's going to be expected to be a savior for a first year head coach. For a team that's not really expected to contend in the SEC, much less nationally, and he will have not had a full summer uh, with his teammates, and so that's that's a lot to put on a young man who should just be going into his senior year of high school. Um, how how successful do you see this might be? Well, I mean, they lost their top three scores on an eighteen and thirteen team last year, and <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I'm I'm sorry, I'm a realist. I don't. At the end of the day, you can be as good as you want to be, but people got to get you the ball. You yeah. know, um, yeah. and G- Gigi, I mean, Gigi's a phenomenal talent. Like he, he scores. So I, we, I had this conversation so many times at Peach and he scores so easy. It's so easy for him to, to score in a variety of different ways. I mean, he can, if I'm looking for something to improve, it's probably his perimeter jump shot, but yeah. even that has gotten better over the course of the summer. But um, when you're the focal point of an opposing team's defense, specifically in the SEC, um, <laughs> and you're the focal point. You've given me a, a couple days or even a week to prepare for you to shut you down with my uh, front line, who is equally as athletic, if not more, um, and a lot of times equally as talented, and maybe not so much, but, you know, equally as talented yeah. in effort, right? right. Um, it's going to be tough. You know, and these are some of the best coaches in the country um, right. that they're that are going to be able to strategize defensively against you. So, um, you know, I, I, you know, if they're going to be good, if they're going to break their their streak of not making the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I don't see that. But if if they're going to be that good, then then that guy that advised him that he was top ten, he was right. You know, he he yeah. was he's right. You know, because he's going to have to be a star for them to be really good. Um, yeah. And I just don't see that. I think 
I think he'll put up numbers. And I think that's what, um, at the end of the day, I think, you know, and he, he's probably a nine month guy, you know, yeah, so for sure. It's interesting. I, I recently heard uh, Adam Finkelstein describe him this way offensively. Gigi is a four who wants to be a three who's actually closer to a five. And uh, that, that seems to be true of a lot of, of guys. Who, oh, yeah. You know, you talked oh, about yeah. his jump shot uh, yeah. developing even more this summer. But yeah. um, that's something like Jabari Smith, for example, last summer yeah. or last year for Auburn had this yeah. ability. He already had that shot. And that's what yeah. makes him go top three in, yeah. in the draft. And so cool. if Gigi isn't able to create that shot for himself, uh, that, that's going to make for some interesting things. And, we, and we've seen these experiments yeah. not go well, like Patrick Baldwin Jr. at Milwaukee last year or uh, Ben Simmons at LSU. And so it's just yeah. a very curious case. Yeah. Um, end of the day, Jason, what, what do you think? How does this turn out for Gigi Jackson in South Carolina? Yeah, I mean, I think he'll put up numbers. So I, I don't think they'll win a lot. Um, <laughs> I know you guys wish that y'all could just throw them on the schedule um, one time. <laughs> one time in the doom, though. Please, please. Let please. Leaky Black shut him down. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I think I think he'll put up numbers, and I think he'll probably still be, uh, you know, a first-round guy. I don't think he'll be uh, top ten um, because I think there are going to be a lot of things uh, – you know, it, once again, when you're the focus of the defensive scouting report, it's different, man. It's different. It's a different level. And I've watched him there. You know, there are parts of his game that he needs to work on, you know. Um, and, you know, I think he benefited a great deal this summer with playing with Robert Dillingham and Aiden Holloway. Yeah, um, yeah. It took a lot of pressure off of him. But, yeah. you know, when, when they're gone and you have average guards, no shade, brothers, uh, when you have average guards <laughs> – you know, giving him the ball in the SEC, like, you know, it's it's going to be tough. So I don't yeah. think um, – Interesting. I think he'll put up numbers, but I don't think they'll be the numbers that people think at, you know, that are Gamecock fans. Yeah. So. Very good. All right. So the last question then is, obviously, Carolina has lost Gigi Jackson. Now yeah. it's down to just Simeon Wilcher in the class of 2023. Right. So where do the Tar Heels turn? Yeah. Uh, since they've lost Gigi Jackson, Coach Davis has um, offered scholarships to TJ Power, who has blown up this summer, and uh, Zayden High. What do you think about these two young men, Jason? I love TJ. I watched him at Peace Jam, watched him in the UIBL this year. Um, TJ, like you said, he's he's been he's you know he obviously had toward the end of the the, the last few sessions is when he kind of took off, but he's been very good all summer and spring. Um, so, but he's getting you know. Uh, you know, for college, for what for what he brings to the table, um, you know, if they were able to snag him, I don't think it would be much of a drop off. Um, he's that good that wow. he shoots it a lot better than Gigi. Um, and you know, he, I love his motor. I love how he, relentless he plays on both ends of the court. He plays, he's like a warrior, and yeah. so um, he's a guy that would be a fan favorite if he were to come there for sure. Um, Dayton High is another guy, super versatile. Um, face up for great in the pick and pop. He's knocking down wow. the shot, um, Brady Manic style. You know, he's yeah. knocking that thing down. <laughs> yeah, it, it's wet, man. Um, so, um, both of those guys, uh, both of those guys would be fan favorites there, guys who would definitely produce from day one. Yeah, um, there. And you know, I, I know that they've contacted Trey Parker, who just went to overtime elite, dynamic guard. He was amazing at Peach Jam. Um, 
So I know they've reached out to him. They started the process of contacting him. And so they may they may look at something like that. And then, you know, then I've talked to guys that are like wanting that Carolina offer, like Jizzle James. <laughs> There's a story on him, Edger and James's kid. He's really good, yeah. a really good combo guard. And even uh, Freddie Dillion, who's actually in the state at Word of God Christian Academy, right. um, who's a, a superstar, and I think, um, played on the Adidas circuit and dominated okay. all summer against all wow. summer. Those are the guys that are like – school so they could be waiting in the winds if they're on the board carolina can always jump in there late and um and snag one of those guys too all right so carolina fans be on the lookout for that and in a hubert davis offense that's what you want is dudes who can make shots from the outside uh, and and not saying they would be better than gg but perhaps might be a, a right. more immediate fit if yeah. they can fill it up from the outside and so that is enticing, especially when you when you look at the numbers just projecting out scholarship. I mean, it looks to me like with what Carolina should lose after next year, they're going to have, even with Simeon Wiltshire coming in, probably three scholarships to give out between um, high school seniors and transfer portal in which yeah. Coach Davis has shown himself to be very successful in these first two seasons. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I think they will. Uh, I don't think they're going to leave any... <laughs> I don't think they'll leave any bullets left in the gun. Like, yeah, that ain't really a human style. So, uh, no. yeah, I think he'll, you know, he'll he'll get those offers out. And I, and I think um, I think one of those two guys might grab one, to be very honest. One of the last three I talked, Trey, Jizzle, or Freddie. I think, I think, stay tuned. Yeah, okay. I think they might, might pull that trigger. Okay, so we need to be on the lookout for that and how Coach Davis is going to get out some of these scholarship offers beyond TJ Power and Zayden High. Who's going to come in with Simeon Wiltshire? Uh, we're going to have to keep watching that, keep talking to Jason. And speaking of Simeon Wiltshire, that's who we're going to dive into next week with Jason Jordan. This dude is going to be fun to talk about. Can't wait to do that. Jason, it's been so good to have you on. Thank you for joining us. Can't wait to talk again soon. Yes, sir, man. I enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. That's it for today's episode of Locked on Tar Heels. It was great to have Jason Jordan on for the first time and can't wait to continue talking basketball recruiting with him. Coming up on tomorrow's show, Andy Patton and I from Locked on Gonzaga are going to have a conference draft based only on basketball. going to be lots of fun. Can't wait for that. Thank you so much for joining in. Don't forget you can subscribe to the show anywhere you get podcasts, video and audio. And please smash the like button. Leave great comments on your thoughts on all this recruiting news. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Heels. You can follow Jason on Twitter as well. You can follow me at Isaac Shade. Get more on the ACC by making Locked on ACC your second listen today. Host Candace Cooper and the local experts of Locked On take you around the conference in 30 minutes, five days a week. Really appreciate you hanging out with me and Jason on a Thursday talking Carolina basketball recruiting. I want to remind you, Gigi Jackson or no Gigi Jackson, it's always a great day to be a Tar Heel. Until tomorrow, peace!